emotional health. Can you say that to me, you? Without putting the gum in your mouth. No, no, no. no nurture. No. Welcome to our next podcast about nurturing your child's emotional health. Hi, I'm Denise Merkel, the Director of Education at Aiden Montessori School, and in this series, we're going to look at how to help your child move from one behavior that's probably negative to a more positive take on it. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about how to help your child move from sassy to respectful. Sassiness is people who are trying to be cool, but being cool in a bad way. Sassiness is being mean, just like being a bully. It's when you're trying to show off to people and make people think they're the best person in the world. Sassiness is a flippant, smart-alecky comment, gesture, or face. It is something that we have all seen and we have all done, and we don't like it. We are not going to tolerate this behavior. We're not going to back down. We're not going to threaten. We're going to say to our child, and I think you need to practice this, please use a polite tone. To say to a child, I'm not going to allow you to speak to me that way. Guess what? You already did. They've already gotten in their first jab. So you want to just calmly say, please use a polite tone. When we're nurturing our children's uh, emotional health, sometimes it's important to identify the reason for this big feeling. That's what sassiness is. There's a big feeling going on there, very strong feeling about something that most probably you won't let them do. But let's take a look. Are they just seeking your attention because you've been busy and not watching what's going on? Are they just testing limits, very developmentally appropriate at all times? Are they feeling frustrated? Are they under the guise of halts that we talked about before? Are they hungry, angry, lonely, tired, or getting sick? If you have a sense of that, you can deal with what this sassiness has happened. Um, Backtalk is triggered by emotions. Remember, children are just emotions with legs and arms. Um, Our aim is not to control their emotions or control their behavior, though I know sometimes we wish we could. It is to guide them. Remember, all feelings are valid. All behaviors are not. They can have a very big feeling of anger because you wouldn't let them have an extra cookie after dessert, after dinner. But they are not allowed to throw something or to say something smart back at you. So remember, validate the feeling. Whoa, you are really mad at me. Please use a polite tone. Seriously, practice that. Oh, you're not awesome and I get to do this. Whatever. No, I don't care. You want the response to be rapid. There shouldn't be a second chance. Don't give it power. Stay calm and try not to take it personally. It really isn't a personal comment. Um, Maybe you can refer to the family charter. That's in podcast number four in case you want to go back and listen. Or to remind them of our family motto. In our family, we speak to each other politely. Um, The teaching moment is not now. 
when they're sassing you. The teaching moment is later on. Remember earlier when we had this sort of disgruntled exchange? Let's think about other ways that we could say that. But to say that to a child who's really flooded and cannot listen to you, what's a better way to say that? There's your anger. You are not calm. They are just going to ramp it up. So please use a polite tone. The opposite of sassiness is, well, it's like really kindness and like listening really well. Um, the opposite of sassiness is really to be kind, reassuring, and friendly. Um, I think the opposite of sassiness is, um... Maybe saying sorry to the person you were um, being sassy to. As soon as children have the ability to talk and, and make sense of what's going on in the world, they can develop sassiness. Hi, my name is Jessica Quarell. I'm a school counselor at Aiden Montessori School. Where does sassiness come from? Sometimes it's learned behavior. Sometimes it's, as I call, the lowest rung on the ladder of emotions, the id feeling of... I have no more emotional bandwidth to use my polite words. I just feel, I feel cranky, I feel demanding, and it can come out as sassy. It's really a way of saying to the other person, I'm not able to engage in a polite conversation right now. It's all about me right now. The first thing to do is notice how does sassiness push your buttons. For some people, maybe they have a higher tolerance for their, their child's sassiness. For others, it could be the ultimate button pusher that they have absolutely no bandwidth, no capacity to handle, and they have extreme reactions to. So as adults, we need to recognize, how does this push my buttons? What do I do? What is my knee-jerk reaction when I hear whining or sassiness from my child? The next step is, well, how do I manage that emotion? Do I know every time I hear my child talk to me in a sassy tone, I want to yell and say, how dare you, or you can't talk to me that way, or ways we know it's not helpful? What do you need in that moment when you feel that your buttons are pushed? So it's first is the awareness of, oh, my buttons are being pushed, and the next step is what do I do about that to calm myself down? When your child is feeling sassy, they need an adult in the, in the conversation. So if you notice as the adult, as the parent, that you're stooping to their level, there's no adult in the conversation. It's up to you as the adult to model the polite decorum and tone in which we move through this feeling. I think I just end up giving in. <laughs> Sassy. <laughs> I think that it's because they go, they kind of they go out for what they want, you know, at any cost almost. But you know, I was just thinking when you asked me, why is it we never say a guy sassy? We don't ever go, oh man, he's sassy. It's almost like it's a, a, a woman's kind of power claim or something, I wonder. Sassy is a term that can be used for boys and girls. Often though, historically, you hear the term smart aleck or things like that, and that gets applied to a boy, whereas sassy gets applied to a girl. So I often ask the kids the question, is that appropriate? Is that appropriate for this time, for this place, for who you're talking to? Um, or if it's just totally wrong, I'll just say, stop. The sassiness does not necessarily press my buttons. I think it's when um, the children get more physical with each other. So I let the language really play out because I think that that's a, a, a better way for them to process the information that's coming to them and for them to try things out in a way that's safe. 
but once it turns physical, which sometimes with siblings it does, that's where I step in and say, all right, we get it. We got to separate and move on. Using language and, and body language saying, you cannot talk to me that way. Well, they have. And what's happening now is there's a power struggle. And this is now a, a, an incongruent concept. I need you to be polite and respectful. However, the way I'm communicating that to you is in a, is in a disrespectful, not polite way. And this is not to say that you're going to just sit there and be disrespected. You're allowed to set a boundary. You're not, it's not just a free-for-all of that your children can talk to you however they want. You set the boundary. If you still find that you need a break, you say, I need, I'm, not, I'm not available right now. If you're in the grocery store and your child is throwing a sassy fit or just talking in a very disrespectful way, you stand firmly and clearly saying, please use a polite tone. And it may feel that you see other parents looking at you and, and you may feel that they're shaming you. It is your job in, in every single environment to be clear and consistent no matter what the environment is. If parents could be better parents, what would be your, your advice to them? Um, letting me do anything I want. Letting us eat more candy. Being more playful. No time outs.